Once again, another podcast, a special one from Robert Nauer, Unfiltered. And this particular one is about a situation that happened just two days ago when I was trying to sell my Trek bicycle. I had an old vintage Trek I was trying to sell to a guy that was interested, but uh, his situation, based on the January 6th investigation that's ongoing by the Congress uh, into the overthrow of the government, is what brought this whole thing to light and why I bring it up. And here we go. So the other day, down in the villages, which is a predominantly GOP uh, lifestyle for many, though there are many Democrats that live there too, just like me, the other day I met what seemed to be a nice older gentleman who was 70 years old, my age, and he was looking to purchase a bicycle that I had advertised on Marketplace. But when he approached me, when he finally got there, he wore a Don't Tread on Me hat, which is much similar to a Trump supporter's hat or a MAGA hat. And that was my clue right then and there that things were about to go awry. So before I could even get a word out to him about the Trek bike I was offering to sell, he said this came out of his mouth. You know the country, this country, is going to hell quickly, don't you? I was rather startled by this strange interlude into my selling of my bike, and I replied, Yeah, it is, sadly. We have a former president that has obstructed justice, tried to overthrow a democracy, conspired with others to commit multiple felonies, uh, incited a riot destruction of our capital, um, resulting in the death of five individuals, and has worked repeatedly with Vladimir Putin and Russia to bring down our precious democracy over the last three to four years. The older gentleman, I shouldn't say that because I'm, I'm his age too, but I have, I guess, more intelligence. He was startled by my response. He said, you don't believe that bullshit, do you? To which I said, well, very much so, because it is what is known as factual. It's based on facts, and many facts have come out, and... And I replied to him, I said, and as you know, Trump is still trying to subvert our democracy. Well, the guy's name was Rick. And immediately he said, jumping in to change the subject a bit about how fucked up our country was, he said, well, you know, they are trying to take away our first, second, and fourth amendment rights, don't you know? And I replied to him, Rick... I used to be a Republican until the 2020 election. At that time, I changed from GOP to Democrat because I knew, and I do know, a wolf in sheep's clothing. And I understand what he and his supporters were trying to do to our great country. And as far as I'm concerned, Trump and his supporters, and I don't know, you might be one, he goes, I am, are no more different than Kim Jong-un, Vladimir Putin, Stalin, and Xi Jinping of China. They're all despots, and they all want to destroy democracy. He goes, how can you say that? And he had a very confused look on his face. Trump is doing great, great things for America. How could you even believe that? And I, I replied and said, well, like what? Like what is he doing great? Well, 
And then he couldn't tell me anything, but he launched into his, I guess, hatred of Biden. He goes, well, if that goddamn Biden hadn't stopped the Keystone Pipeline, America would have all the oil and gas it needs and wouldn't be in this goddamn gasoline mess that we're in today because of Biden. I just kind of rolled my eyes and said, come on, Rick, let me stop you right there and explain a few things to you. And, and by the way, let me ask you this question. Did you ever serve in the U.S. military? He goes, hell no. I dodged the draft in Vietnam several times. How about you? I said, yes, Rick, I served my nation well. I served in the Navy, and although luckily I didn't go to Vietnam per se, I sailed off its coast. I was nearly killed three times in the Navy aboard ship in accidents. I'm a very lucky person. He goes, oh, 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 well, well, thank you for your service. I said, no need to thank me. I said, I believe in my country, and that's why I served. I said to him, I said, okay, let me, let me continue on. You brought up the Keystone Pipeline. I said, I don't even know how we got off on this, but, but since you did, since you don't have a degree in economics like I do and have never worked for the government like I have, I'll explain a few facts about the Keystone Pipeline that you and many others just like you that think that um, the government stole oil from Americans because of canceling the Keystone Pipeline. First of all, the pipes pipeline was never going to be finished. It was an agreement between Canada and the USA to lease the lands and provide permitting to allow it to carry sands oil, that's S-A-N-D-S, sands oil, not oil, not gasoline, but a sludge, a tar-based sludge called sands oil, to be pumped in the pipeline, assuming that that pipeline could get certified to carry such a dangerous environmental impediment all the way down from the Canadian border down to the Mississippi, down to the Gulf, to be refined and then exported all of it to foreign countries that Canada wanted to sell to. None of that sands oil, Rick, was ever meant to be given to the United States. Um, so, America did not own the pipeline, does not control the oil sands that are, were going to be pumped, assuming that it would be certified. And, and by the way, Rick, it never got certified due to the fact it had so many leaks and spillages that destroyed thousands of acres. In fact, it destroyed hundreds of thousands of acres of preserves on tribal Indian reservations lands that are sovereign to Indian tribes. And the only ones, the only Americans that would have benefited would have been on a temporary basis the ones that would have been putting the pipeline manufactured by Americans and the service personnel putting this whole goddamn pipeline together. I said, are you with me so far, Rick? He goes, begrudgingly, I think so. So, Rick, the pipeline was not certified, and thus no oil has ever been pumped through the goddamn thing. I don't know where you, people like you and everybody else thinks, Oh God, they shut off the flow, and uh, maybe it came from Trump, I don't know. They shut off the flow, and we'll never get any of that oil back. 
Uh, and, and that's caused all the prices to go up. Well, Rick, it doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with the price of gasoline today at the pump. That is based solely on supply levels of oil and petrol, refined petrol, and demand levels that are highly in flux today after the pandemic. Due to shutdowns prior to the pandemic, no supplies being created. And you got to understand, Rick, I, I, I know this might be hard for a person like you, but Biden doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with supply and demand. Nor does any president, not even Trump, even though he might try to say that he is. It is solely based upon the market, the marketplace, and how the market is functioning. Congress doesn't have goddamn control over it. Biden doesn't have control over it. So where the fuck do people like you come up with thinking that a president of a country controls the price of gasoline? Now, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep this explanation simple to you, Rick, so that you understand world economics. I mean, because I was a professor of contracts, but I'm trying to keep this simple. He goes, hey, I'm not that dumb that you're making me out to be. I said I wasn't implying that you are. Simply thought the thought. Rick said, well, they ain't going to take my assault weapons from me over my fucking dead body. I said, whoa, how'd we get from oil to assault weapons? And, and first of all, Rick, who are they? that you speak of. You keep saying they. And I just happened to own three guns as a Democrat for my own home protection. And I'm also a permitted concealed carry holder in the state of Florida. And I do believe in carrying guns when necessary. That's why I have a license to carry. He goes, you're a Democrat and have guns? I said, I sure do, for home protection, and that's the only place you really need it. Aren't you afraid that the government is going to take them away from you and somebody's going to attack you out on the street or carjack you? I said, well, Rick, first of all, the answer to that would be no. I have guns, and again, I use them um, only to protect me and my family from any direct deadly attack. Highly unlikely that that will ever occur with where I live. It's a very safe place. And also, when I was growing up as a kid in Florida, and I'm born and raised in Florida, I used to use a bolt-action long gun, a .30-06 to hunt deer, and a .410 shotgun to hunt turkeys, right here in Florida. Don't need a fucking assault weapon with a 30-round clip .223 ammo to shoot and kill deer. Well, that's just crazy. Hunters need assault weapons to be able to hunt, to shoot, and kill people if needed. I said, oh, wow. Seriously? You're telling me that you would need an AR-15 or a similar 100 other different types of assault rifle, rifles that exist with a 30-round clip to shoot NATO 223 ammo to kill a poor little fucking deer? Really? That's fucking insane. And I'm not saying that you are, but come on, Rick, how about some common sense? Do you realize that since Columbine, the Columbine High School Massacre, you have heard of that, have you not? Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. 
I said, well, there have been 693 mass killings. That's 693 fucking mass killings in America, killing children, students, parishioners, elderly blacks, and others. And 95% of all of those mass shootings have been with assault rifles, Rick, not fucking handguns. Now, uh, he goes, I didn't know there were that many. Gee, that's a lot. But the day is going to come when we need to stand up for ourselves and fight against others. Oh, fuck. What others, Rick? What others? People coming to take our guns and our homes away from us. I'm thinking to myself, oh my God. I can't believe I brought my bicycle down here to sell to somebody that's this fucking stupid. So I tried hard not to burst out laughing or to just fucking brain him. But instead, I tried to divert the conversation back to the purchase of my bicycle. The reason for meeting him in the first place in the parking lot. Rick, I can see that you and I are on divergent paths of understanding. So why don't you just go ahead and ride this Trek bicycle around the parking lot and see if it works for you and to see if you can use it. Uh, but before you do, you're a little short. Are, are, how tall are you? He goes, I'm not short. I'm five foot two. I said, Rick, that's short. This is a 26 inch bicycle and I'm six foot. I don't know. The seat's a little low. It's as low as it can go, but hell, you can try anyway. So he took the bike, and Rick started trying to give it a go. He pushed off, stood up without sitting down because he couldn't sit on the seat without doing so. And uh, it appeared quite easily up front he did not know how to use a 21-speed Shimano gear shifter. And as he approached me back at the car, he slammed on the brakes, came to a stop, but his feet were too short to keep him and the bike upright. And just like Joe Biden last week, who fell off his bike, and everybody made fun of, oh, look at old Joe, he fell off his bike. Well, Rick, the Trump supporter, <laughs> toppled over onto the pavement too. But I was able to grab him by the arm just before his head hit the ground. Now, I have grave reservations that I should have even grabbed him at this point. Um, maybe I should have just let him fall and have brain damage because he, he appeared to be that, way, be that way. But I didn't. And that, my friends listening to this, is the difference between a Democrat, a person that believes in the U.S. Constitution, loves his country, truly loves his country, and treating people correctly. Something that Republicans and Trumpers just don't seem to understand. And I keep going back and thinking, should I have let him fall? Anyway, I said, Rick, uh, it appears this bike is just not for you. You just need to purchase a smaller bike that fits your frame. My recommendation is you go to the local bike shop and do yourself a favor and let them properly outfit you so you don't hurt yourself. Sheepishly, he goes, I think I will. Well, it was nice meeting you today. I said, nice meeting you also. 
I do hope you reconsider your stance on assault weapons, abortion, and the love of your country. Who knows, Rick? You might just convert from being a Republican to a Democrat, just like I did. I don't think so. Trump is my guy, and I'm voting for him come hell or high water in 2024. I'm thinking to myself, oh, fuck me, please. Just fuck me. <laughs> America is truly lost. So, folks, you might think I made this all up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a true story. And it shows just how utterly insane, disturbed, selfish, uneducated, and misunderstood or misunderstood of real facts and economics that most Americans are today. So I, I, I tell you what, as an intelligent American, I, honest to God, shudder. I absolutely shudder. But I want you to think about this story. Because there's many, many, many more Ricks out there just like him. And I am truly worried about 2024 in our country. I don't see good things coming. What I do see is a bad moon rising. And with that, Robert Nauer unfiltered and Bob out.